Welcome to Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. I'm Claire. I'm Claire. And I'm Jo. <laughs> CCJ. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Today, growing old. Gracefully or disgracefully, ladies? <coughs> I know which way I want to go. Disgracefully. I'm just Not chuckling away to myself, clearly thinking there's no other way than disgracefully, is there? It's like, uh, actually, Carl tagged you in a... No, Carl put a post on Facebook over the weekend and it said that all women have a little bit of Marilyn in them and it's either Monroe or Manson, which made... And, I, re and, I, reply and I replied, what about, what if you've got both? Yeah. Absolutely. So, my take on growing old disgracefully and gracefully, I think you need to do both. And I'll tell you for why. I think... <laughs> disgracefully from the point of view of be outrageous still colour your hair at 90 if I want pink hair at 90 I'm gonna have pink hair at 90 um say things that you shouldn't say because you're older and you can get away with it um eat and drink what you want to do because you're at an age where let's face it doesn't matter um do all the things you want to do and don't give a crap about what anybody thinks about you that's the disgraceful bit. Yes, yeah, I agree. However, the graceful bit comes in with how you deal about situations. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm going to go back to sort of spirituality law of attraction for a second, mm -hmm. because if you really firmly believe in those things, you will believe that you chose to come to earth in the body you came through to learn whatever lessons you need to learn to move on so it's all pre-planned even though as now as a human being we don't remember that we pre-planned it and what those lessons are etc etc but if you talk to people about spirituality they will say that how you respond to the things you're learning depends on how experienced you are as a spirit and whether you'll need to come back again and again and again and if you deal with things with grace it is very likely that you're a very experienced spirit who may never come back to earth who may go on and do other things but if you if you don't deal with situations with grace, if you, for example, lash out at people, hurt people, etc., etc., it may be that you're in an inexperienced spirit has a lot more to learn and may have to revisit uh, a number of occasions to learn those lessons. Interesting. Well, that's flummoxed me. <laughs> Not often I'm lost for words, is it? So. <laughs> No, we were talking about this in a very different way, really. I just wanted to put that out there because I think it is a combination of both. Oh, yeah. I, I'd agree with that. I think, yeah, yeah, I'd say, are you growing old disgracefully? Absolutely. As in that, exactly what you've just said there. I care less and less about what people think about me, but I want to live my life in a way that is kind of respectful and graceful if if that's the description of it so it, it is a little bit of both for me definitely I probably care less about what other people think about me but care more about 
how I am myself. So I've kind of gone a bit more, actually, I could do this better or I could do that better. I'm really going to concentrate on this. I'm really going to do this. And treating myself to things as well, being nice to myself. And that's taken a lot of years for me to be like that. Normally it'd just be like, oh, I couldn't give two hoots. You know, I'll eat whatever I want. I'll drink whatever I want because I don't care. But actually now I do. So you've kind of said the opposite there, haven't you? You've said eat and drink what you want. But well, no, it's 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 in different meanings. I'm to- yeah, I mean, I'm not talking now in our 50s. I'm talking, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s. Yeah, I'm going to eat what I want and drink what I want, no matter what, yeah. you know, because that stage, what difference does it make? I've actually started to care probably more about my health now than I ever did before, which is an age thing, clearly. Yeah. But... Um, by the same token, I'm not going to dye my hair to, you know, to get rid of the greys. This is it. This is this is natural. This is going to stay this way. I've never have dyed my hair. So why would I start just to get rid of these greys? It's me. I'm ageing. I'm not going to deny that. I'm actually quite proud of the way that I look. So you're, you're sort of going to age gracefully, is what in, you're in saying. That, in that sense, yes. But I do want to cut some havoc. <laughs> Well, that's just natural with you, Joe. <laughs> you just, yeah, that, that's just you. Not going quietly. <laughs> we don't do anything quietly. I mean, look at my mum. My mum is a prime, prime example, isn't she? She's 75. She um, joined the St Luke's Hospice Bereavement Group um, of ladies in a similar cert- circumstance um, when we lost my stepfather a couple of years ago. And they go out and they cause uproar. I, I laugh and I, I call them the Merry Widows. They are a brilliant bunch of ladies. They are there for each other all the time. Um, but they are a group of ladies, all of a similar age. They care for each other a lot. They are never, ever going to go out quietly themselves. And they really are growing old disgracefully. And that's the way you want to be, isn't it? You know, they've all got something in common. They are good friends. And they are loud and leery when they go out. Without a doubt. If we think about this, because, you know, Claire's not quite 50 yet. Well, she's quite a long way off 50, really. Um, You know, you are. You are. You're the baby of the group. But but how is this, how is how we're looking at it now different, say, when we were 30 or when we were 20? I was actually scared of growing old then. I never thought I would. I was scared of getting old. I was scared of... We're all just listening to Iris. (laughs) Iris is just having a conversation in the background. She's only a baby. Um, Yeah, I was quite scared of getting old. It it freaked me out. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know whether it was because... Well, I don't know why, actually. I don't know why it was. Um... I didn't want to get old. I didn't want to get wrinkly. I used to look at these bits under my chin and think, I don't want jowls. Um, I don't want my hands to look wrinkly. I don't. I didn't want any of that. It's so weird because I honestly never considered getting old. Well, never, ever. I remember my mum, um, I don't know how old I was. I was some teenager. 
um, young teen rather than a, a late teen. And I remember mum um, saying she wanted to do these, is it calisthenics? Facial ex that's the one. Yeah. Facial exercises. And me and my dad laughed our heads off and said, <laughs> just get old, it's fine, just age. Yeah. When I think about that, it horrifies me because I don't want to just age. So I, I'm the opposite to you because I don't colour my hair because I've gone grey. I colour my hair because I colour my hair and it was yeah, hard. You have to. Um, you know, that it's nothing to do with the grey. I would quite, if, if I went completely white like my grandma did, I would quite happily strip the dye out and go completely white. Yeah. Um, but I just colour my hair because that's me. It's it's not to do with the grey. I'm becoming very aware of crinkly eyelids and me and eyeshadows not going on quite as well as they used to. And I'm considering what action I want to take about that. So when I think about my advice to my mum as a teen saying, just grow old, it's fine. You don't have to try and keep yourself looking young. If Laura said that to me now, I'd go, yeah, right, whatever, I'm doing it. It's funny, isn't it? I mean, I, will, I know I will carry on. I've got my nails done now. I'm just holding my hands up to the camera, even though you can't probably see it. Um, I will always get my nails done. I will always have nice nails. I can't stand it when I've got a chipped nail. And I think that will continue all the way through. I think I will... I don't think I'm going to be a twin set type person. I think I'm still going to be a jeans and hoodies type person. Can you be a jeans and hoodies person in your 70s and 80s? I know. Do you want to be? I I'm just going to be me. I I've hit still have purple hair. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I've hit 50, and I, like I say, I'm actually quite proud. I said for my 50th birthday, I want to be fitter than I've ever been. I wouldn't say I quite got that far. <laughs> Didn't quite achieve that one. Um, did I think I would be single with no children at this age? No. I thought I would be happily married with a family. That hasn't happened. Um, is that okay? Is it what, sorry? Is that okay? Yeah. That hasn't happened? Yeah, it is. Because it's happened for whatever reason. And if nobody comes along, fine. Then I'm not meant to be with anyone, am I? You know, after I, that's, that's how things have changed. I've accepted that. And actually, if I'm still going to go out as the single person at the age of 75, 76, whatever, then I will. I'll, I'll have a nice yeah. car to do it in. Listeners might not realise how massive that is. When you consider that you got married to somebody who you knew wasn't right because you wanted to be married. Yeah. And now be saying, I'm going to allow the journey to take me where it needs to take me. Yeah. And if that means I'm, I'm single in my later years in life much later later years in life i'm just gonna go out and enjoy every second of it yeah it's huge i'll be like lady penelope <laughs> i'll get driven everywhere I'll, no i won't i won't have a chauffeur it won't be quite that bad fast as you do <laughs> is that is the chauffeur gonna be your younger man oh, i could be yeah that that could be how i'm using him yeah because I can use him and abuse him how I want, so it could be that. That's what the card said, apparently. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm getting a, a younger man who I can use for whatever reasons I wish to, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a, a huge shift, I think. Um, turning 40 felt bigger to me than turning 50. Whether it was the circumstance or not, I don't know. Because obviously hitting 50 in lockdown, um, it was a bit weird living at mum's. Um, and we just got an afternoon tea. And that was it. Couldn't see friends, didn't see family. Um, and the day just kind of came and went. I think We've it's all had lots of birthdays. Well, obviously, yeah. there's there's turning forty, which I've done that, and then like you've just said, turning fifty didn't seem as big a thing as forty, because what I have noticed as I'm getting older is the mindset changes, or you handle things in a different way, you're calmer about things, and things are less important than they were, and they're usually things to do with what other people think about you. Yeah, I think when you're younger generally other people's opinions of you or influences around you matter more so than they may do when you're older mm -hmm. not everybody but just the friends that I've got and people that I've been around myself certainly my own experience as I've hit the 20 30 40 I'm like well that doesn't matter anymore like I've got quite a few scars and things on my legs and I've never get my legs out whereas now I don't give a monkey's if what people think or what pe if people point that some people will say, usually kids, because they've got no filter. I'm oh, not that, sure I... about the 50th birthday thing, because I had my 50th birthday unable to walk in my yeah. dad's bedroom. Um, you had your 50th birthday in lockdown. Yeah. I suspect had situation been different for both of us or either of us, we would have celebrated in a very, very, very different way. I honestly don't know because it's for me, it's like Christmas. It's the build up that's the big thing. And then Christmas. But that's the point. Down. But that's the point, Joe. Had locked had your 50th not been in a pandemic year, you would have planned celebration in anticipation. When I was 47, I started Fabulous by 50. And that was my project. And I had a personal trainer and I had a personal trainer for a long time. I was going to the gym and I was changing everything by the time I was 50. Various things happened. I had the accident, couldn't walk, couldn't go to the gym, blah, 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 blah. I think the run up to 50 is bigger than the run up to any other year. Yeah. I honestly do. The birthday might not feel any different on the day. I think the run-up to being 50, it's like getting to 30. When you get to 30, you think you're getting old. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. That was a hiccup. <laughs> that shocked me. Um, it's a weird one, I think, that one. So, I, don't, I mean, 50 is half a century. When you look at it like that, that's, that is huge, isn't it? But my 40th came and went because it was in the middle of snow and nobody could get in or out of the estate. Um, so that got cancelled. And I think I almost went into my 50th thinking, well, it'll be the same. And but I don't Psychologically, being 50 is a massive deal before you are 50. At what it, point then do you think that, that build-up starts? Like you say, at 47, you've I think fabulous at 50. Is it 
kind of a three-year. I, th I think once you, once you hit, you've gone past 45, you go, oh, my God, I'm, cl I'm closer to 50 than I am to 40. <laughs> and I think it starts in your mind at that point once you've hit 45 because you're like, I'm heading towards 50. Not in a predominant way, yeah. but I think it starts then. And I think it very much depends what your life looks like running up to 50 as to whether it's a big deal or not, you know? And that's possibly why with me it's been different as well because there's been so much going on that actually I could have easily forgotten that it was even my birthday. Mm. Um, the last time I had a big party was my 30th. I had a huge one for my 18th. Mum said you can either have one for your 18th or your 21st, whichever you want. And I had a huge one for my 18th. It was massive. Um, then I had one for my 30th at the house, um, which was just a fancy dress party. And that was that was hilarious. It was a good night, that. But my 40th, we'd planned a big gazebo in the garden, um, which is probably stupid in December, but we, we had got everything covered, or so we thought. And then it was like feet and feet of snow, wasn't it, that December? Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know whether I'd deliberately thought, well, actually, it, it's just not going to happen because my fortieth went down the pan, so my fiftieth will. What but do you think about becoming fifty, Claire? Because you're sort of on the, you're getting towards it now. Well, yeah, forty-five. the next birthday, so I'm, I'm, I'm nine and nine and a half months off. 45 so from so what you're you still in your early 40s at this minute yeah okay i'm yeah. still closer to 40 than 50 yeah yeah for, for the next nine months um i think the the only thing thoughts i've had about 50 are the fact that i want to be i want to build my business to be in a position where if i choose to i can retire at 50 so i've got a damn hell of a lot of work to do in the next six years no more excuses but, but the plans are there for that to happen zone. <laughs> plans are there for that to happen obviously my new relationship is looking extremely promising that that's going to be the long-term relationship that I've always wanted it's looking extremely promising to be that way however it is still early days so I'd, I think it's slightly too early for now to factor that in but I would like to be settled with a long-term partner. Well, do we need new hats yet then? No. <laughs> to ask, sorry, on behalf of the audience. No, it's, it, it'll be it'll be boxes and things to move in together before hats. Okay. That's probably going to happen sometime between now and November. Cool. Uh, if things carry on going, how they're going, and they progress as they, whatever, but... It's not the time yet. It's too soon. Uh, so, so, okay. So you're not thinking about 50 yet other than where you want to be at 50. But as an yeah. age, it's not worrying you or concerning you at the moment. Age never worries me because there's damn, there's nothing we can do about it. And I think I was born old. I'm a Capricorn. I was born old, headed. Um, so... 50 is a number, as an age, not really on the radar at all at the minute. Obviously, <laughs> with Sam, my partner, she's 49 next week, so 50 is next year. So probably a question to ask there, 
are you thinking about it or how thought- I thought she was going to say another question then Joe but never mind yeah. um thought she was going to pop a question then at 50 um so Joe thinking about future decade birthdays so 60 70 80 etc which I don't particularly sort of look that far ahead in like saying one way but my next big birthday would be 60 yeah I want to be in the position Claire wants to be in at 50 by then so I want to be able to choose whether I'm still in the business or the business is running without me or I've sold the business or whatever that might be so I've got a similar sort of time scale as Claire mm -hmm. to a, a decade further up would I, had I been well for my 50th, I, I, I would have had a massive party. Or yeah. certainly, not massive, because I don't have that many close friends, but I would certainly have had all my close friends together. 60, I don't think I'd want to do that. Mm. I think the next big one to celebrate, in my mind, is 80. I don't know why, but... I feel like 80 is sort of an achievement. My dad wouldn't celebrate his 90th. Now, it ended up in lockdown last year, mm -hmm. but he said no party. So I was just, it happened to fall on a Sunday. So I was just going to arrange with church that we could have sort of coffee and cake in the church hall after the service on, the, on his birthday morning, which he would have been happy with. Yeah. But he didn't want to celebrate 90. But I think, for me, if I do 80, 90, whatever, I think those ages really should be celebrated. I definitely would go for 75. Would you? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. The thing is, I've just written it down. I'll hit 80 in 2056. That <laughs> 2056, to me, is like miles away. <laughs> Well, I've just got my new bank card, funnily enough, and I was more shocked at seeing 2026 as the expiry date than anything else age-related or whatever. It was the thought of a card saying 2026 is the expiry. Well, 2026 and is when I hit 50. Oh. So I've done the next ones and I've gone, because you're talking about 80 being a big, a big one. Yeah. 2056 is like Star Trek <laughs> in my head. Yeah. Well, it is. But it's yeah. like, so you're saying 75, Joe, would be your yeah. milestone. And for me, it would be 80. What do you think would be yours, Claire? Just pluck a number. Life's milestone. Yeah. Probably 70. So we've got 70, 75, 80. I'd then do 80 and I'd then do 90 as well. Absolutely. God, yeah. So growing old gracefully... Or disgracefully, what are those birthday celebrations going to look like? Crikey, it's going to be like my funeral. It's going to be absolutely massive. Going to be music, going to be country music, going to be 80s music. It's going to be 70s music. It's going to be absolutely amazing. There's going to be however many of my same aged friends there as possible, <laughs> which could be interesting. Um, yeah. Right, so another question then. It wouldn't be a, a delicate garden party with afternoon tea or anything like that. Right, I'm going to put That's you both on the shot. spot. 
I'm going to put you both on the spot now and ask you a question which you may have considered or you may not. If either of you got married in the next however many years, what would your wedding look like? Oh, God. Nope. Um, I am still very tempted to go to Vegas um, and do it there and then come with, back and have with, a big, big party. With friends or without friends? Just the two of you or...? May well say just the two of us and for the simple reason that I would want everybody there. If, if a few people came out, I would want everybody there. And that's not fair. I'd, I suppose I would give people the option if they wanted to go, of course, they would be more than welcome. I wouldn't say no, no friends because, but I wouldn't specifically invite certain people because I just couldn't do that. I hope that comes across in the right way. Yeah, yeah, no, it Claire, what about you? But yeah, absolutely a massive party when we get back. Huge, huge party. I mean, Christ, it will be one of the biggest celebrations. <laughs> Claire? It happens, yeah. Um, if it's entirely up to me, it would be yeah. on... On, it's on, all on, hypothetical, on, isn't it? On, on or very close to a beach, and that can be a lake, a loch, or a sea. Uh, there would probably be the two of us and a handful of close friends or family, depending on the location of said beach, because of distance and cost. And if other good friends couldn't have made that trip, there may be some sort of party or meal type thing back at home, but I certainly won't put a big party on. My, my opinion on that is I'm getting married. Why am I paying for you to fill your face? I've just had another... It's, for, it's the, 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 um, the intimacy and the closeness of it for me. I, I've just had another thought. Can I come back in? Of course yeah. you can. So Vegas would be one extreme. The other extreme is a little country church. And, and just normal knees up afterwards. So you see, it's graceful and disgraceful there. Yeah. yeah. Because I did, I couldn't get married in a church last time um, because Anthony had already been married. Um, so in some ways, I would absolutely love that. I really would. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, I, I can't because I'm Catholic and the Catholic church doesn't allow same-sex marriages. But you don't have to get married in a Catholic church. I don't, but why would I go to a different church when when my religion's Catholic? If you want to get married in church, <laughs> you'd have to. <laughs> That's not important to you. No. So interesting, isn't it? For me, it's the it's the person, obviously, but the more important than a church is the ring. Yeah, we've it's, we've had that conversation before. Yeah, it's so, so weird, isn't it, Taylor? I ain't got a bloody clue. I ain't got a clue. I, I just, for me, getting married is about the two people. Yeah. And whether that was just me and Carl somewhere, or he would he would want, I know if we got married, he would want a much bigger wedding and he would want to do it his way because his first marriage was to an Irish Catholic and it was all done. 
in that tradition in Ireland and he got no say in it yeah um and and that was in a sense fine for him at that point in his life there were certain things he would have liked to have happened have happened at his wedding that didn't Mm -hmm. And, and you know that's not anybody's fault other than that was the circumstances he was in but in hindsight he would have wanted something different yeah and you know um we're probably quite opposed in how as we are with most things in life to be honest um with what we'd want because I would be quite happy for it to be a very very intimate service he I think would go with that if he could have a massive party afterwards Afterwards, yeah I'm the the party bit does nothing for me at all so it's it I have, I have not got a clue. I have not got a clue. His, his sales manager in Thailand, for, for his factory in Thailand, the business in Thailand, she used to work in the hotel industry and she's desperate to arrange a wedding for us in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd just like to point out there are no plans to get married. Um, but she's always said, since, as long as we've been together, she's always said, when you two get married, I want to arrange it in Thailand. Aww. But I don't think I'd want, I don't know. I, I honestly, I, I don't know what it would look like. I can imagine many, many different scenarios, but I don't really imagine any of them, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it, I would want a bit of the disgraceful in there. Yeah, it'd have to be, wouldn't there? Yeah, I, I wouldn't want... You weren't wearing a white dress, Chuck. It'd be yeah. black, pink or purple. And you'd probably wear DMs. Or some kind of boots, or your your footwear would be your. Yeah, I it, it just yeah it, yeah there's yeah it, there would have to be that element of disgraceful, however small or large it was. I think I, by disgraceful, there we're saying outrageous or yes. unique or individual. Per, the personality is disgraceful. As in opposed to disgraceful, I guess. Yes. Yeah. 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 If you take the word at its yeah. original meaning, yeah. Yeah. In yeah. in some ways, so thinking about the Vegas or the the country church, I've got a vision of my wedding dress. I'm not going to say anything about it. I've got a vision of my wedding dress, but I've also got this vision of being somewhere out there in Vegas and just having Elvis and just you know being wacky completely wacky you see this is because because you are that contradiction in terms aren't you yeah yeah you're very traditional in some ways yeah but there's this almost actress wanting to get out there and be somebody completely different at times yeah yeah so you've said it a few times haven't you that you can see me on the stage or whatever Mm. and and going back to previous podcasts that we've said about getting outside of your comfort zone I don't mind being on a stage you know I I don't mind doing those things I don't mind making an idiot of myself in in my videos and and in my Facebook lives and everything like that but there are certain things that it just feels like too much so I you know I stood up at my own wedding reception and sang and what did you sing well we just I mean it was crazy night for music anyway and I just sang thank you for the music just ABBA which is not the easiest of things to sing anyway but my god um 
and I wasn't drunk. I didn't. Oh, I was drunk actually. I was. Yeah, I was drunk. Um, I think. No, I won't say what I was going to say. I needed it to get me through. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah. I, I things like being in the limelight in a nice way doesn't bother me. I'm not outlandish. I'm not in your face in that sense. It's meant with good meaning. Does that sound right? Yeah. So, so growing old gracefully and disgracefully, just to sort of take it to a slightly, are there physical, are there emotional factors in what we choose, do you think, with that? Um, it, I may be different had I had a family, had I had children because I would still see myself as being a, a role model to a degree because all my friends' kids are all grown up now. So, <laughs> you know, I've, I've kind of given up the role model bit for them. But it's not, is being a role model not going out there and being you and being off doing things differently if that's what you want to do? Oh, yeah, actually, it is. And encouraging everybody else to be themselves, yeah. I mean, I strolled into one of my friend's um, daughters when she was born, what's birth? I didn't stroll into the birth at all. I strolled into the hospital straight from the pub. I was absolutely hammered. <laughs> in fact, her husband came to pick me up from the pub and took me in. And I went waltzing straight in, straight over to the crib, picked her up. And I'm surprised she didn't pass out with the smell of alcohol because I'd been in there since about half past two in the afternoon. Um, and that's the way it went with her pretty much ever since, bless her. But yeah, I... I Am I what she's only ever seen you drunk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I've been very good with them, actually. Um, I can't even remember what I was going to say now. The thought of alcohol took me off my thread. What was I saying? I don't know. Oh, I could have been different had I had a family. Would I? I don't know, though. Because a lot of my friends have said you'd be a brilliant mum because it would be an absolute crazy, chaotic world and it would be ace because there'd be another you, which I thought was a lovely thing to say, but I know Claire's... I can't <laughs> imagine the world with two of you. You are amazingly, <laughs> epically unique. I mean, I don't think I've ever grown up anyway, and I don't no, think no. people will grow no, up, do. actually. So no. could you imagine mini-me's? That would, that would be hilarious, wouldn't it? Getting back to growing up right. disgracefully or graceful. Yeah. What do we think are the factors that impact on it? I guess it is your life's journey, isn't it? What you've been through before. You get to a certain age, I think, and you know what you don't want in life. Mm -hmm. And you know what you do want. And you know things that you've enjoyed. And you know things that you want to do still. I think, I think the physical... Impact? The physical does have an impact. Mm -hmm. For example, because of the injury to my leg, I can't wear... I, I was always in four or five-inch high heels. Yeah. Always. My accident. And now I can't wear anything but a very small, very chunky block heel. Mm -hmm. So my style will have to change yeah. and has had to change. So I, 
I would perhaps have been seen as growing old more disgracefully if I was 18 five inch heels, which I would have been. I, I genuinely would have been. There's no two ways about it. Than my footwear now. So I think, and you know, as we get older, our bodies do tend to let us down in certain ways, whatever that might be. So I do think there are some factors on it other than what we've been through I think also people can suddenly go I'm sick of playing it safe yeah you know I mean you you must have experienced it with people around you the older people get the more they tend to lose that filter about what they should say and what they shouldn't say to people yeah does it happen is it is yeah. it actually happening or are they deciding it can happen? This Just is my question. I, I think it comes back to the fact that as you age, you give less and less of a shit what people think. And that eventually, at whatever age you point you reach that thought process, includes the things that you say and when you say it. You see, Carl doesn't have a filter now. Exactly. I was going to say, I don't think... He might have never even had it. I don't think I stand a chance then, because I think my filter's already gone. So, did I... No, I don't think you say anything that upsets people. Oh, I wouldn't intentionally... I don't don't mean it saying saying things that upset people. I mean, saying things that you think, I shouldn't have said that. There'll be none of that. You'll have just I mean, we, we, we say things that perhaps we shouldn't. We share things that perhaps we shouldn't sometimes because we are just genuine people who say what we think. Yes. yes. And that's one thing. But there appears to be something with the more elderly where they lose all tact, all diplomacy and all sensitivity. <laughs> Bring it up. <laughs> I love. I think it's ace. I can't wait till I'm that old. That's but to be this to be this sarcastic and this sharp, not having any of that, it's going to be amazing. But is it? Is that something that physically happens to your brain as you age, or is that a choice? Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't. Joe, can you ask your mum? Oh God, she never had a filter in the first place. She's, to be fair, with my mum, to be fair, she has come out of herself so much more. Um, She has essential tremor. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she can't even go to Costa and and pick up a drink without it shaking and she spills most of it. And she can't eat out in public um, without using maybe a spoon or just being really, really careful because food goes everywhere. And since having probably since having lost my stepfather. Um, I think it's just over three years now. Since losing him, I think she has come out of herself so much more and does not give two flying figs about anything. Um, Whether she was held back and restrained because he was a drugs and narcotics lecturer at Sheffield University, was very well brought up, um, whether she held back or not, I don't know. But certainly since having lost him, and of course it ties in with the same time that she met her bereavement <laughs> friends as well, um, she's just been allowed to be her. She really doesn't give, and um, she doesn't care. 
She would never hurt anyone, not in that sense. It's but she's still got tact and diplomacy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think you, you say the, the balance there is each in its rightful place. See, I wonder, I, I just wonder whether it is a deliberate tactic. Because I, I wonder whether it's, I'm getting older and I want to shock. I actually don't care if that shock hurts somebody or not. Mm. Because if you think about the, the more elderly people who do lose that ability to be tactful, it tends to be the people who are closest to them that they say it to. It, well, yeah, it is, yeah. Having worked I, in nursing wonder, care homes. Yeah, I wonder whether it's the sort of thing, I am still here, take notice of me, I'm not just an old person to be looked yeah. after. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. But it's also, apparently, the people who, um, whether it be dementia, Alzheimer's, any of the, the mental faculties as they go, Apparently, it's the people who have been the most intelligent who are the worst. And we had some absolute, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be fine. <laughs> um, I'm not sure how to take that. Are you saying that Claire's not intelligent so she won't get dementia and be fine? Or she's so intelligent, she'll get it really badly. And so... So intelligent that you'll get it really badly. Yeah, I'm just going to say whatever comes to mind. And sometimes now that's worrying. But that's the point. If you're not in control of what comes to mind, you do hurt the ones who are closest. We yeah, are I've had that. Um, of people I've who... had that. My, um, my maternal grandmother, bless her, in her latter months, lost the marbles completely. She got no clue where they were. And she was very hurtful to us. She wouldn't have meant or said anything, but the what she said and the complete rawness of it was very hurtful. So I think there's a there's a point in the aging where the filter's gone and you actually say what you think. And then there's a, a point usually in aging obviously dementia and these things happen in younger years as well that the brain then can't control it i think i think the the dropping the filter and just saying what you think when you want to say it is the choice and that's that's what i'm looking forward to obviously if dementia and all that kind of thing comes out you won't know anywhere well no anywhere will i no i think there are some little tinkers out there who are using it and who will continue to use it and we'll probably be three of them <laughs> but there's a difference isn't there between saying what you want to say and saying what you want to say in a hurtful way mm. hmm. yeah and that's the, that's the bit time I'm, I always wonder about is when does that I, I need to say this but I'll say it in the right way stop you just go do you know what I don't give a flame crap out how much I hurt somebody I'm just gonna say yeah. it yeah it's yeah I think but, it's, it's um it's a comfort thing I know for a fact I can say pretty much anything I think to you guys and I can certainly say that to Sam and so and Sam says it back because 
you know that I don't mean any malice in anything I say. Yeah. I'm just saying what I've, I've said, what I think, and I don't need to filter it because it usually comes out in jest or it's quite inappropriate at the time, but I don't mean any hurt by it. But that's so the I difference. think you need the people around you that know you so you can be like that. Whereas when you get older, you get, you care less about that. You're like, well, I know I don't mean anything by it. I'm just going to say what I think. And, it, and it's when you're out in public and and they can be rude. It's it's rude comments. Um, a friend's nan is an absolute bugger and we still don't know whether it's her being deliberately rude or whether there is a, an issue that's starting, but you just, you just have to giggle. <laughs> I, you know, I hope to goodness that, you know, God forbid anything were to happen to us. Um, I hope we enjoy our, our elderliness specialty um, of probably being very, very cheeky. Um, for as long I, as we... I'm pretty damn sure all three of us are going to be awesome to the end. <laughs> so, final thoughts on disgraceful and graceful? A bit of both for me, I think. We'll go for a little bit of mingling between the two. And yeah. when we're saying disgraceful, we mean disgraceful. Yes. Yes. Yes, we do. Not disgraceful, as in you can't do that. But no, yeah, I think it's a balance for, certainly for me, and, and from this conversation, you guys too, I think we're, that's one where we're, we're pretty much on a level playing field. I think everybody should grow old disgracefully. Oh, yeah. Why go out without anybody noticing? Yeah. What are you having as your funeral song then? Me? I've got three. I've got Happy by Pharrell Williams. Yeah. Free Bird, Leonard Skinner. Yeah. And Songbird, but the old uh, All Angels version of Songbird, not Fleetwood Mac version. Oh, what about you, Claire? They're in my will. Queen Fat Bottom Girls. <laughs> um... I can't think of the other two, but I love Queen Fat Bottom Girls and I think it's brilliant. And who would not laugh at that at a funeral? Yeah. I think I'm going for one of mine is definitely going to be the wonder of you because whoever is at my funeral, they deserve every bit of recognition for being my friends. I've always said that. <laughs> it's the wonder of you rather than the wonder of me. Um, that's, that's just me, isn't it? That's just me. And that's that's one for definite. I don't know about any others. Uh, mine, mine are planned and written into my will. That, that's one thing I've got to focus on. I know we've spoken about that before, but I have got to focus on that because nobody would have a clue. And really, would people think the wonder of you? No. Probably not. They wouldn't, would they? No. no. I mean, I'd guess Fat Bottom Girls with Claire. Yeah. Because I know her, but... No, no. I'd uh, be great to just have a pan coming out of the coffin and we make the rocking wheel go around <laughs> John. well we could have your coffin shaped as with bottom cheeks on both sides that'd be cool wouldn't it Wheels. you might need to because by the time i'm old and i've given a not given a crap about what i've eaten I might, i've got a bottom that needs a coffin that's got that shape in it <laughs> oh dear. and on that note ladies it's time Thanks for a bye, bye. bye.